3: Good
4: afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. And, of course, on the most Christian talk station, the most listened Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country WAVA 105.1 FM. Right here in the nation's capital, 1090 a.m., covering all of D.C., Maryland, Northern Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So we got quite the footprint. And guess what? You get to kick it with me, and I get to kick it with you while you're around these beltways, these highways, and these byways. So glad you're hanging with me. And, of course, in just a moment, you'll see the good-looking dude next to me. If you're watching us on Facebook Live, Marcus Walton, I'm going to introduce him to you in just a moment. Of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, uh, then you can probably say it with me. We've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, that's today. Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Tough Topic Tuesday, and we're building a bridge to diversity and inclusion with my special guest Marcus Walton, he's a director or in racial equity initiatives on racial equity initiatives for Borales Philanthropy, and we're going to talk about diversity and inclusion. As you're thinking about your workplace, you're thinking about your church, you're thinking about your nonprofit organization, you're thinking about your relationships. You're trying to figure out how do I get this diversity thing going on? Uh, why do we have to separate people by their nationalities and their colors and? all this. Can we just all get along and not even talk about it? Well, guess what? That's what we're doing today. You can ask your questions. We're going to have a conversation. And so I'm looking forward to receiving your phone calls and hogging all the time I can with Marcus Walton as well. Now, if you need to give me a call, let me give you the number. You should have it on speed dial by now. If you download the Gracism app, then you'll see a little phone icon. You just hit that and boom, you're right in. So get in where you fit in. Here's the number, 888 888 432 7434 That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's bow for a short word of prayer, and then we'll keep moving. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to connect with one another, even through the airwaves and through technology. We do pray uh, for my guest as well as for our conversation. We commit it over to you now. In the name of Jesus, we pray together. Everyone said amen and Amen. 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 Well, you can always go to Andersonspeaks.com. You can go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com, and you can get all the information on me. You can always ask questions and connect with me offline there. My number one more time, triple eight four three. Bridge, My special guest, Marcus F. Walton, specializes in racial equity facilitation and training, leadership and management strategy, stakeholder engagement, program development, and navigating philanthropy. He formerly was vice president and uh, COO of the Association of Black Foundation Executives overseeing operations, HR, staff development, so a range of leadership, project management, and conceptualization and administration around racial equity programs. He also uh, does all kinds of training, and he can come to your facility, to your company, to your organization to kind of help you think through how people get along. He's the director of racial equity initiatives for the Borales Philanthropy Group and uh, Marcus Walton, it's so good to have you here on Real Talk.
5: You too, you too. Thank you.
4: Thanks for being a part of us today. You know, diversity and inclusion could be one of those words and one of those phrases that people either run toward yeah. or they run away from. Yeah. Why is the idea of diversity and inclusion something that people run away from?
5: Well, Thank you for asking that, and thank you for the amazing intro. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, man. It's you. Well, you know, much, much like you probably experienced, uh, what we find is whenever the issue of race comes up, mm-hmm. we start to personalize the experience. Uh-huh. We don't think about the fact that there are forces, there are socialization uh, mechanisms mm-hmm. there are institutions that reinforce some of the negative uh, imagery, for mm. example uh, for, uh, so, or some of the negative ideas that we hold uh, so instead we be- we blame ourselves mm. so in absence of understanding that there are these invisible forces at play, we internalize our experiences, and we look to blame.
4: So it makes me defensive. If you bring up race, if you bring up diversity, it makes me defensive because I want to say right away, hey, 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 I'm not a racist. That's
5: right. And, and, And on the other end, I want to say, hey, 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 I'm not what you think. Uh I'm not
4: that stereotype. Uh huh. So I, as a minority, you may be deflecting and saying, "I'm not the stereotype you are perceiving me to be." And as a non-minority, you may be trying to deflect that I'm not the racist that you think I am. So then we're all having perception. Uh, issues and biases
5: and when that happens we're not talking to each other
4: Mm. and so then what is your work what are you trying to do
5: so my work is all about helping people understand how to navigate these scenarios Mm -hmm. how to how to do analysis essentially look at a situation and say ah okay When I enter into this classroom, Mm -hmm. there are a set of dynamics here that have nothing to do with me. They already have been here, Mm. and they have been reinforced, created, and expanded by policies that make the situation worse and worse. Mm. Laws, rules, and then my own internalized issues, Mm. my own challenges, my own beliefs. That have been reinforced by this uh, this very socialization process. So
4: I'm walking into a context. I'm not just uh, dropping in out of a, you know out of the air. <laughs> when then- I come in, I'm coming in with my own internal um, ideology, and I'm also walking into an external uh, context that has already been preset.
5: That's right. And I'm I'm bringing baggage of some uh-huh. sort into it. Uh-huh. So if I'm not aware of that, which I help people to. Uh, increase their their knowledge of I'm not aware of what I'm bringing into a situation then Mm. instantly I start to misinterpret Mm. every interaction that begins from the moment I enter a
4: space. Hmm. So when we get back from our commercial break let's ask about some of those internal biases that we may all uh, be dealing with that that if we were more aware of them it would help us to relate even better if you have a comment or a question about the topic of diversity and inclusion Give us a call. The number 888-432-7434. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The
6: Are you tired?
4: Get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844 980 3707. That's 844 980
6: 3707.
7: Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. to join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
4: We're back. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. One of the toughest topics out there is how do a bunch of diverse people get along in uh, our country and in other places around the world? Well, to help us build these bridges of reconciliation, I have special guest Marcus Walton with me. He's the director of racial equity initiatives for the Borales Philanthropy Group, and I'm so glad you're here hanging out with me today, Marcus.
5: Thank you. Me too.
4: Tell us about your organization, Borales Philanthropy.
5: So, Borealis is a, a philanthropic institution. We give grants across eight or nine funds that are really focused on uh, some form of justice, whether it's mm-hmm. criminal justice, uh, bail reform, for example, immigration mm-hmm. funds, uh, even the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Including the two funds that I oversee, which are specifically focused on advancing racial equity practices inside of philanthropy and inside of our nonprofit organization.
4: What kind of corpus or fund do they have in order to help uh, build these bridges?
5: Well, actually, I love that you asked about building bridges because we are a grant-making intermediary, Mm -hmm. which means that foundations come to us and say, hey. Mm -hmm. we want to build a bridge into a very specific population Mm. that perhaps falls outside of the groups that we usually deal with. Uh But since you have that expertise, since that's what you do at Borealis, then maybe we can partner with you and you can help us get this off the ground. So
4: you're helping build a bridge to these organizations that are trying to do good work, but they don't always have the resources to do it. That's right. And so you're helping to vet them and and lift them up and honor them in a way that's going to help give them uh, not a handout, but a hand up.
5: Oh, absolutely. And actually, the people with the means who want to make a bridge to the folks that need the support come to us to close that gap more efficiently.
4: Because they don't always know where to go. Exactly. They know they have the heart to want to help, they have the resources to want to help, but they don't know where to go, and so they need folk like, like you and so many others to build these bridges. Thanks for the great work you're doing around the country. Oh, thank you. If you want to give us a call, maybe talk about diversity and inclusion, give us a call. Maybe you have a question about the topic, 888-432-7434. Talk to us about bias. You said we come into situations, Mm -hmm. we already have an internal dialogue going Mm -hmm. on. What does that mean?
5: Yeah, it means that despite our knowing sometimes from all the television shows, all the radio, Mm -hmm. uh, the songs, uh, the videos, uh, all of our conversations with grandma mm. and our parents mm. and sometimes friends and not so friendly uh, mm. people that we associate with, uh, we have, we've, been in, we, we've received impressions of what reality is. Mm. We believe things that may or may not be true. Right. Those form our worldview mm-hmm. and our worldview informs our interactions with other people.
4: Mm, So we have stuff going on inside, but we don't know it. Give me an example of what that looks like. So maybe I have a bias, but I don't even know I have it. And then you call me out on it, and I'm like, no, that's not your... You know what? Wow. Wow. I I know you've seen the lights go on in these uh, seminars and workshops where people literally, it's like their eyes open, they see something for the first time. That's got to be very fulfilling, by the way. Well,
5: let me tell you, uh, so I'm a black male, right? I have a little bit of long hair, just just a bit. A few Uh, few a, a few, a few, <laughs> 10 years and growing. Uh, so my own experience is um, usually that we present, we train majority white audiences, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's a, a national, so United States focused uh, domestic message. Uh, but every, to a T, to a T in every training, there's the quiet uh, white woman who, you know, doesn't seem like she necessarily is even comfortable in the conversation mm-hmm. but she'll contribute something that touches me mm. and reminds me like ah see it's the humanity mm. beneath all of this racial nonsense mm. that actually connects us.
4: Mm. so you'll end up connecting with people once you start having these conversations That's right. and around here we often say comprehension begins with conversation, yep. well, listen. If you want to have a conversation with us and pull up a chair uh, to this uncommon table, feel free to do it. Our phone number is eight 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 four three bridge. Well, you want to take a couple of phone calls, uh, Marcus Walton? Please. Why don't we kick it off in Frederick, Maryland, with Anonymous, who's on the line? Hey, Anonymous, welcome to the show. How you doing today?
8: Hello, Doctor Anderson.
4: Hello. What's your comment or question, please? So my comment is that um, I like the, the topic of diversity and inclusion, mm-hmm. um, and I like it uh, supporting civil rights. But the problem is that diversity and inclusion also includes the LGBT community, mm-hmm. which skews the, um, the attention that civil rights deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so your your question, uh, let me make sure I say restate it right. It's a comment, but I think I know where you're going with it. Is it almost like, can we do diversity inclusion without um, including the LGBT community? Uh, or are you offended by the LGBT community latching on to diversity inclusion? Am I getting hot around what you're thinking there, Anonymous?
3: You are. I, I, I believe the two issues are, you know, when you talk about civil rights and, and I'm a black male,
4: Okay. Um, is a totally different issue from uh-huh. the LGBT mm-hmm. and, and the issues that are being, you know, um, promoted and fought against uh, for L- for the um, LGBT is totally different from what we're interested in in civil rights. Right, right. Um,
3: and as a Christian, I don't. I don't support
4: LGBT. Understood. Hey, thanks a lot for your comment. I yeah, appreciate it, Frederick. You know, that's a big issue for a lot of African Americans that I've talked to, especially Christians, pastors, and believers who have a faith orientation that says, hang on, the LGBT orientation uh, is a a behavior, a choice. Maybe they were born that way, uh, but still, I, I'd like them to have a separate battle, not latch their strategy to the civil rights Mm -hmm. agenda. Have you heard that before, and how do you deal with the LGBT community?
5: I've heard it 100% Mm -hmm. uh, of the time. And the way we think about it is a term called intersectionality.
4: Intersectionality.
5: So what we talk about at Borealis and in our racial equity training is we center racial equity, meaning racial equity is looking at the historic nature of policies and practices that have created Some of these conditions that just persist over time Mm -hmm. can't seem to shake as a country, right? Mm -hmm.
4: Regardless of one's orientation, that's not even the the issue at at that point. At
5: the end of the day, when you look at the data, the research out there shows that people of color fare worse across the board. Education, uh, workforce, immigration, child welfare, you name it. People of color fare worse.
4: Is that because they're not smarter? They're more criminals from birth? um, They could be better if they weren't uh, messing up their families by sleeping around and having all these babies. So really the issue is not uh, uh, us as non-blacks. It's y'all as black folk that just really aren't as educated and and as responsible as you should be.
5: Oh, so you heard those messages before, too? (laughs) (laughs) So, right, of course not. Right. Right. Of course, but but you the, talk about
4: systems and structures,
5: absolutely, but because we're all socialized through those same systems, mm-hmm. we all internalize some of those messages. Mm-hmm. So, the point around intersectionality is once you understand that regardless of other variables mm-hmm. that race determines who is advantaged and who isn't, even though it's not anything real, it's something that someone made up to maintain mm-hmm. power and disadvantage others, right? Mm-hmm. Within those racial categories Variables such as identity, right? So mm. LGBT, such as immigration status, such as age, such as years of education. So
4: the other distinctions are outside the core Absolutely. of r- what we're dealing with when we talk about racial equity. But then you begin to add in the other uh, places of intersection, yes. which could be age, gender, sexual orientation, and some of the right. other distinctions.
5: Right. So without even having a particular political point of view or religious point of view, Mm -hmm. the facts are that across all of these categories, our brothers and sisters, your brothers and sisters are faring worse. Mm. So even in LGBT communities, there might be a group of people fighting for a particular right, petitioning for a particular way of being uh, acknowledged as citizens. But even within LGBT communities, people of color, And black populations fare worse. They still fare worse. They fare worse.
4: Very interesting. And so is it always right to assume these days that when someone is talking about diversity and and inclusion, it is going to integrate the LGBT uh, conversation because that's one of uh, a variable of distinctions?
5: Well, what I like about this opportunity is that we we believe in the image of a creator, right? Right. The image of God. So if we all comprise that total image— then we want to make sure that those who are worse off are receiving the support and resources necessary, which is a civic and human right.
4: Based on their humanity, Based not necessarily their, humanity. their orientation. That's right. 888-432-7434 is the number if you want to join us. Today we're talking about building bridges to diversity and inclusion. We've got our special guest, Marcus Walton. He's a director of of racial equity initiatives for the Borealis philanthropy uh, organization. And we're talking about diversity and inclusion because it does connect in businesses and corporations as well as in uh, uh, religious communities. And we thought it'd be a great topic to bring to you. Do you struggle with diversity? Do you struggle with racial reconciliation? Do you struggle with trying to figure out uh racial equity and racial justice and how can we serve you today even by talking you through it walking you through it thinking with you out loud on it if you want to call us today our phone number is triple eight four three bridge let's go on over to landover maryland and talk to theophilus who's on the line hi theophilus it's dr anderson and marcus walton how are you uh good afternoon
3: dr Anderson, and, uh... Mr. Walker, hi there. Thank yes, you. Uh, I, I uh, I've, I've had a problem with um, uh, it's basically uh, inclusion and and diversity uh, in uh, the, the denomination or I say I say the, theological doctrines uh, mm-hmm. where we uh, there's separation, denomination, and and prejudices. Uh, what what do you think about that?
4: So are you wondering theologically if uh, diversity and inclusion is even something that is scriptural or in the Bible?
3: No, I'm wondering if, uh, because of, uh, let me give you an example. Uh, one denomination may have a tradition of uh, head covering, and another says, no, mm-hmm. that's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that there's a generalized, generalized yeah. uh A difference, and and and, but they're more extreme. uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Debates. I'm saying is how can we handle? How can we address and handle those issues?
4: Well, you know, I'm glad you asked. That's why I started Bridgeway Community Mm -hmm. Church in Columbia, Maryland, and in Owens Mills, Reisterstown, Maryland, as a non-denominational church. And what I said is, if we're going to be multicultural, you have to be non-denominational. Uh, because you have many of the denominations that have been formed not only on theology but on biology. In other words, uh, you wouldn't have the AME church. Uh, if right. blacks were allowed That's into right. the Episcopal church that was white. And so what would happen is yep. they'd start their own. Uh, and so many of the black institutions we have are a response and a reaction to white institutions that didn't want want blacks, right? And so uh, if you're going to be Whoops. a non-denominational, multicultural church, you've got to drop down a lot of walls. And so what we say theologically, Theopolis, is that uh, we major on the majors and we minor on the minors. A lot of denominational uh, separation has come because of minor issues, like whether you sprinkle somebody or whether you dunk somebody uh, in the waters of baptism, uh, whether you wear a headdress or you don't, whether you wear suits or jeans, whether you have music or you don't, whether the carpet is red or blue. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for denominations to start, and uh, unfortunately, that's just created even more separation, but along the lines of race, too, and that's that's a, a major issue, so... I'm with you on it, and I think the way you do it is you major on the majors and you minor on the minors. Beautiful. All right. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Theophilus. And, and, that, and that's an issue uh, in the religious world as as well as the world of education. When we get back, uh, Marcus Walton, let's talk about the areas where we see structural uh, racism so people can understand some of the systems that are there. So it's not just a feel-good social justice uh, ideology, but there are actually some real structures around issues of race. You ready to do that? Let's do it. In just a couple of minutes, we'll be right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and Marcus Walton.
1: This is Steve Reynolds, president of Capital Baptist Bible Institute. Are you thirsty for more knowledge of the Bible, but don't have the time or the money to attend a full-time Bible college or seminary? Come join us at Capital Baptist Bible Institute and conveniently earn a diploma in biblical studies. You'll get to know God's Word inside and out as you explore the New Testament, Old Testament, and theology. Our classes meet only on Monday nights, and the tuition is only $195 per semester. We're conveniently located right off the Beltway in northern Virginia. So, if God's been tugging on your soul to learn more about His Word, then say yes to His call. Attend Capital Baptist Bible Institute and earn your diploma in Biblical Studies. Register right now by calling 703-568-7484. That's 703-568-7484. Capital Baptist Bible Institute, the convenient Bible education. 703-568-7484.
9: Names matter. Your name, the name you've made for yourself and the name of the company you represent. Because of you, their names people can trust. That's why at 4imprint, every name and logo is printed with certainty. We pay attention to every detail because we know the way your name appears is the way it's remembered. So you'll know for certain that every item, from the right apparel to the most popular tech items, will be right the first time, on time, every time. At a great price, guaranteed. Because when you have passion, integrity, and certainty, the only name they'll remember is yours. Explore thousands of promotional products at 4imprint.com. That's the number 4. Imprint.com. 4imprint. For certain.
0: 105 WAVA.
7: Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health issue and company and other factors, not available in all states.
0: The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
4: And we're back. It's a real talk with Dr. David Anderson. If you're looking for a little extra money every week, you can make about 200 to 500 extra dollars with the student shuttle. You know, it's kind of like Uber for kids. You need to get your kids to school anywhere in the nation's capital, Baltimore, Howard County, Maryland, Virginia, Washington, D.C., Bowie, wherever you are. Well, guess what? The bus doesn't always come to your house. And by the way, the bus doesn't work on your schedule when you got to get your kid to grandma's house because of study hall. So guess what happens? All you got to do is call the studentshuttle.com. They'll get your kid wherever they need to go and by the way if you want to be one of their drivers and you're over 21 with a vehicle that's 2010 or newer apply online thestudentshuttle.com make sure you tell them dr anderson sent you okay 888-432-7434 that's the number live in studio If you're just joining us, we are talking on this Tough Topic Tuesday about diversity and inclusion. We've got a special guest with us, Marcus Walton, is hanging out with us live in studio. You can see his good-looking self. If you're watching us on Facebook Live, peace out to all of you. And uh, we've been talking about his work. He works for the Borealis uh, Philanthropy Organization, where he's Director of Racial Equity Initiatives, And he has been working on facilitation and workshops and and strategy and leadership and management. If you need somebody like this in your organization, we're going to make sure you get the information you need. I know that he can help you out. Our phone number live in studio, 888-432-7434. You're doing some work with an organization in my neck of the woods uh, in uh, Howard County, Maryland, the Horizon Foundation. Tell us about them for a second.
5: Yeah, So Horizon Foundation focuses on, as you mentioned, um, health equity Mm -hmm. uh, in particular uh, for communities in the Howard County and surrounding region. Mm -hmm. And uh, about two and a half years ago, uh, we were introduced, actually their president came out and Uh, Sat in on a training that we were doing for a variety of foundations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something resonated. She was on fire and hasn't stopped since.
4: Oh, that's great.
5: And, uh, yeah, invited us to work with them ever since. Nikki. Nikki, that's right, Nikki Vernon.
4: Nikki Vernon. And, you know, we want to give a shout-out to her and the Horizon Foundation for the work they're doing to try to help uh, Howard County, Maryland, become a place of uh, complete racial equity maybe your community needs that as well again marcus walton uh is someone to talk to he can point you in the right direction if somebody wanted to get a hold of you or your organization where would they go
5: well you can go to borealis org, or you could just contact me directly at m walton at borealis
4: org. we better figure out how to spell that big old yeah, college word, a old word uh, yeah. borealis <laughs> b-o-r-e-a-l-i-s that's so that's right. B-O-R-E-A-L-I-S, Borealis uh, Philanthropy, uh, and uh, you can find him there. If you want to give us a call now, 888 bridge Structures, systems. Yes. It's not always about, uh, you know, I want you to be kind to me. Why can't we all get along? That's one kind of reconciliation. That's Talk right. to us about structures and systems.
5: Yeah, I, I love the analogy of the matrix, right? hmm so if you think about the matrix, it was the, the system of codes that you couldn't see mm-hmm. and without the special lens. Uh-huh. That's what this is about. Uh-huh. This, Took the
4: this wrong about. pill.
5: Took the wrong pill. Right? Now
4: I don't know what's going on.
5: <laughs> right. So this is an analysis. Uh-huh. This is stepping out into the world and understanding what are the different dynamics at play outside of me and how do they influence my
4: own behavior. But what structures are still set up? I mean, come on. Uh, y'all had a black president. Um, you know things. You know, my I got black folk in my neighborhood that make more money than me, drive nicer cars. Indeed. So I don't understand why why you still whining about this. Indeed. so, right,
5: it's not about the individual, right? It's about uh-huh. the collective experience. Uh-huh. It's about those issues that existed fifty years ago mm. that still exist and may be worsened, such as such as housing discrimination, those mortgages that your friends got mm-hmm. where they're underwater. Uh, well, disproportionately, we've learned when we look at the data that so many more of a particular group uh, were steered toward those Mm. predatory loans— even though they qualify for better loan
1: instruments.
4: So are you telling me that there were organizations that literally made the decision to go after a certain uh, group of people in order to uh, get them in the loans that they couldn't afford?
5: Absolutely. And and it's, it's done through individuals. So some organizations can say, hey, it, it, well, it wasn't us. Uh, and to some extent, they're right. It's, mm-hmm. it's the individuals within that organization mm-hmm. that actually continue to perpetuate uh, these disadvantages. But uh, long ago, and not so long ago, uh, decisions were made, and they were very explicit mm-hmm. that we are going to keep certain people out of these projects, mm-hmm. right? From Social Security to the first suburbs that were built in this country, they were done – uh, and they were federally sanctioned mm-hmm. uh, to be separate and separate by race specifically.
4: How do how do you overturn that? Is it by exposing it and then uh, bringing it to the law? How do how do you do that?
5: Well, the great thing about this country, and I really believe that uh, America is great because of its diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a chance to look back to identify those policies that created those very specific impacts. And Mm -hmm. we can replace them with ones that close the gap.
4: Mm, How about that?
5: But we have to be really diligent, like in so many other things, and going about that process and systematically uh, dismantling those uh, policies that we've identified.
4: Well, there you have it. If you want to join in the conversation to talk about diversity and inclusion, to talk about racial equity, make sure you give us a call at triple eight four three bridge When we get back, we're going to talk to Beverly, who's in Maryland. Hold on
1: sunglasses like a brand new pair of jeans i feel like taking chances i feel a lot like 17
7: For graduate school, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to ogs.edu today and apply, or call 1 800 933
6: 6188.
4: Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you?
6: Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh, okay. They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. For the free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing.
4: They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed give them a call 844-980-3707 that's 844-980-3707 Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Yeah, we're kicking it right here (laughs) in the nation's capital, Anderson and Walton. Here we go. Marcus Walton (laughs) is the director of racial equity initiatives for the Borealis Philanthropy Group, and he is here live in studio, as you can see on Facebook, live, and as you're listening on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the country, WAVA. Today is Tough Topic Tuesday. If you're just joining us and we're talking about diversity, inclusion, racial equity. What does it look like? What does it feel like? Uh, how can we all be a part of it in our organizations, in our churches, in our in our community organizations, in our school systems? Uh, the reality is, we are a country of many different. People groups, and we need uh, people like Marcus to kind of help us to get along. Because the reality, Marcus, is it's not always easy when different groups of people come into the same space. That's right. How That's do right. you how do you help build a bridge so they can understand one another?
5: Well, first and foremost, I think in any relationship, including my marriage relationship, ground rules help. Mm. <laughs> right. So mm. we want to set the context for. Uh, mutual respect uh, we want to make sure we're speaking the same language a lot of mm. times I say diversity you say inclusion we uh-huh. think we're talking about the same thing we're not mm. um, so starting with that and remembering that ultimately it's two human beings trying to figure our way through this thing together that's, mm. that's what this is all about
4: there you go well let's see what Bev- Beverly's talking about she's calling from Maryland hi Beverly welcome to the show how hey, are then. you today
6: well, I'm wonderful. Thank you. I'm on my uh, iPhone. I hope I hope I'm coming through pretty well. Just fine. Um, my qu- great. My question is: I want to fulfill my calling in ministry to bring uh, diversity of women together, mm-hmm. and I know that I will be confronting, you know, the LGBT women, um, which I, I don't want to judge them, but mm-hmm. yet I am a Christian, and I I want to be very careful about how, you know, I'm also prayerful as well mm-hmm. about bringing a diversity of women together for praise and worship and to utilize our God-given gifts.
9: Mm-hmm. So
6: my question, my question would be, what do I need to look for? I, do, I, do I need training? What that do you, would be my question.
4: What do you think, Marcus Walton, and I'll take a stab at it. What does she need if she's going to do the work she's talking about of a diversity of women? yeah like
5: as I mentioned a little earlier, I think the most important thing is to learn a an, an analysis, learn how to look at situations not as the individual or the symptoms, but the underlying uh, dynamics that influence how we how we get along with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we get a clear understanding of the the landscape or the ecosystem in which we're, which we're operating, uh, then we have a better understanding of what needs to take place individually uh, to get along better.
4: I'd also uh, tell you, Beverly, pick up my book. I got a couple of them that I think could be helpful to you. One is Gracism, the Art of Inclusion. And uh, I think the other one you may want to look at is Multicultural Ministry. Finding your church's oh, okay. unique rhythm. And I think uh, you'll learn in that book how we have all these different people together, how to kind of help them to get along and understand each other. With regard to the LGBT community, what I've said to my church is we've got to come to the fundamental question or answer to the question, do we want them here? That's the question. Or don't we want them here? Uh, for us, that's a very important question because if you don't want them here, then we can continue in one way. If we say we do want them here, then that fundamentally changes the way we welcome people. Now, does that mean that we have to agree with their lifestyle? Yes. Well, listen, I got folk that sit in the front uh, five rows of my church. I know they living together, and they're heterosexual. Do I still want them there? My answer as a pastor is yes. There's another pastor down the street, and this is figurative, of course, mm-hmm. but there's another pastor down the street that's is the answer may be no. If you're living together, you're not welcome in God's house until you right. get your life straight. Right. So you literally have to have a uh, understanding of what you really want. So then for you, a diversity of women coming together praising God, do you want all women there uh, or do you only want the women there that uh, that already got their praise at a level 10? But if you want somebody that doesn't even have praise yet, but they're coming in and they're feeling the praise, they're 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 smelling the praise, and they're, <laughs> and they're like going to move from a zero to a two. If you're that kind of person that wants that in their ministry, then I would say great, because then you're just doing what Jesus did. Beautiful. Jesus did not uh, come for the people that were well. Uh, or for the people that were rich. He came for the people that were poor, and he came for the people that were sick. And uh, and so if, if you're going to minister to sick and broken people, they're going to come in a heterosexuality orientation, a homosexuality orientation, and they're going to come all jacked up because they've had marriages in their past. Some of them right. are sleeping around and they're not married. It's just just a host of them. And, uh, and so I think that fundamental question... Has to be answered by you, and then getting the equipping that Marcus Walton is talking about is that helpful to you, Beverly?
6: That that is excellent, excellent, and also it keeps me from prejudging uh, mm-hmm. a woman. If I can't read through her personality or what she, her interaction,
4: exactly, and uh,
6: only only by you know maybe hearsay if someone brings me news, then I have to pray about it. But I know. From a distance, I cannot judge. I must not
4: judge. That's right. And then you must also make sure that you're not hypocritical. Not that you are, but I've watched it, and that is this. Will you treat her differently than you might treat another woman who's heterosexual but has has the same kind of sin, a different kind of sin, but it still may be a sin? Just making sure that you're pulling up on them in the same way. And if you do that, then you're at least not being hypocritical. All right?
6: Oh, excellent. excellent. Thank, Thank you, you for Beverly. the information and resource.
4: Blessings Thank to you. you. You got it. Well, this is real talk, right, with hey. Dr. David Anderson. That's what we're hey. doing, Marcus. <laughs> Let's talk to Mark in Annapolis, Maryland. Hey, Mark, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
8: Hi, I'm great, Dr. Anderson. Uh, so my question is, how do we uh, – I'm a Christian. Okay. I, I believe in traditional Christian values. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to sexuality and marriage and, and what the Bible defines that as. yeah. But how do we be extremely tolerant and welcome um, those that don't have the same faith that we have yet mm-hmm. um, and welcome it into our churches so that they can be healed yeah. without sending the message that we accept their sin? So accepting yeah. the person yeah. with perhaps not accepting their sin.
4: Yeah, it's a very... how,
8: how do we do that better? It's a
4: very good question. Thanks for asking it, Mark. I'm going to let you listen. And
8: not send the wrong message that we, we're an openly gay church or we're an openly heterosexual. You know, yeah. And without sending the wrong message at the exact same time.
4: Yeah, I totally get your question. Thanks a lot for asking it. What do you think, uh, Marcus? You want to take a stab uh, at that? I, 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 it sounds like he's headed down
5: our alley with one step at a time, uh, really creating. I, I love the distinction. What, what mm-hmm. I just heard is a distinction. Um, It's this, not that. Mm -hmm. It's a welcome environment for all to kind of sort through our stuff. Right. It's the same thing I'm talking about with this racial equity. We're Mm -hmm. centering race. Mm -hmm. Doc, I remember that I was ignorant at one point in time, right? Mm. Imagine, and I always think about this. I'm I'm talking about compassion here. Right. right? There was a point in time when someone offered me grace Mm. despite my ignorance. Mm. Right. And they helped me understand that there are some things that I'm responding to that I'm not aware of in mm. ways that I'm not even aware of
4: either. Mm. Right.
5: So I, I kind of hear the same thing yeah. in the inter- in invitation there.
4: Well, and the fact that grace was extended, I think one of the answers to the question that Mark is asking is, is is found in what you said. And that is extend grace and then let God do the rest. That's Right. We're coming right back. It's real talk. with Dr. David Anderson.
1: This is Steve Reynolds, president of Capitol Baptist Bible Institute. Are you thirsty for more knowledge of the Bible, but don't have the time or the money to attend a full-time Bible college or seminary? Come join us at Capitol Baptist Bible Institute and conveniently earn a diploma in biblical studies. You'll get to know God's Word inside and out as you explore the New Testament, Old Testament, and theology. Our classes meet only on Monday nights, and the tuition is only $195 per semester. We're conveniently located right off the Beltway in Northern Virginia. So, if God's been tugging on your soul to learn more about His Word, then say yes to His call. Attend Capital Baptist Bible Institute and earn your diploma in Biblical Studies. Register right now by calling 703-568-7484. That's 703-568-7484. Capital Baptist Bible Institute, the convenient Bible education. 703 568 7484.
0: Folks, I know we're all seeing the photos and videos of what Hurricane Dorian did to the Bahamas. The number of those dead is climbing even as we speak. And there are perhaps several hundred thousand people who've lost their homes. Would you consider making a generous donation right now by calling 855-860-4673? That's 855-860-4673. Your tax-deductible donation to Food for the Poor of $80, $320, or even $1,000 will help provide food, water filters, generators, hygiene kits, and other relief supplies needed for survival and recovery. Call 855-860-4673. That's 855-860-4673. Or on your mobile phone, dial 250, hit send, and say the word give. Or just go to wava.com and click on the large red banner, Bahamas Hurricane Relief. And thank you for doing something right now. God bless you.
1: Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And
8: I'm Danica Bourne.
0: And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Tax.
8: We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach.
1: South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number.
8: Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start.
1: Proverbs 1522 says, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176.
2: This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com.
4: And I see you on my Facebook page. Let me just say thank you to all of you who have given and supported and prayed for us. And a very special thank you uh, to Best Buy Waterproofing. They give us $500 every single time you do business with them. And so if you got waterproofing needs, mold, mildew, smelly basement, have them come out and give a free inspection, and uh, they can hook you up with the best deal you're going to get. Just tell them that you are uh, a listener of Dr. David Anderson dot uh, bestbuywaterproofing.com or you can even give him a call at 844-980-3707. Now, today on the show I've got our special guest Marcus Johnson, Marcus Walton, and Marcus is talking to us and has been about racial equity. He works for a philanthropy group that helps to build bridges to help organizations deal with issues of racial equity. Marcus, you're doing a great work, and I know when I first met you I was so excited to just uh, meet someone like you that's doing this work of diversity and inclusion. Have you found the work fulfilling? Because it seems like oh. you really enjoy it. Oh, my goodness.
5: I mean, this is, if there's anything close to a calling, this is it. Mm.
1: This is
9: it.
5: Yeah, I started off in a fraternity, then a community organizer mm. never knew what the next step was going to be, and this is just such an amazing and fulfilling opportunity.
4: If people wanted to get a hold of you to figure out what the next steps are for them around racial equity, maybe some consulting for their firm or their organization, can they contact you directly?
5: They can, they can. I like to call it my hotline uh, for those mm-hmm. of you who prefer to text. Uh, let's go to 646 mm-hmm. 535 six nine five seven uh or you can go to that borealis philanthropy uh website go to the staff section uh that's m walton at philanthropy dot org
4: borealis is b-o-r e-a-l-i-s so it basically has almost all the vowels there uh <laughs> that's just so you know and uh <laughs> uh the direct line again if you want to call Uh, Marcus Walton, the number is 646-535-6957. If you were to give a final word of wisdom regarding racial equity, what would you say?
5: It's important for all of us to offer ourselves grace along this path. We never get there. There is no place called racial equity. Uh, It's a destination. It's a direction. Uh, But we move consistently. Uh, We practice with intention. uh, And along the way, uh, we reach out. We share. It's an experience that's best done together.
4: Mm. Well, keep up the good work that you're doing and build those bridges, all right? Indeed. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for this opportunity to have this kind of conversation around the nation's capital where there's a lot of division, a lot of brokenness, Lord, and we need bridge builders like Marcus Walton and like my listeners. So we ask that you give us extra grace to do so. For it is in your name, Jesus, we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen.
9: Father, help your children.